the king immortal, the invisible, the God who dwelling is not with flesh and blood. You dwell between the cherubims and the cherubims, and you set forth your word, and the word hid them and delivered them from destruction. Jehovah, this morning, I ask that you send forth your word in the name of Jesus Christ. I've come before you, O God, not with the enticing words of man's wisdom, but as a one whom the Holy Spirit has teaches, comparing spiritual things unto spiritual things, that the eyes of our understanding may be enlightened. We pray, O God, King of glory, for it is written that Yes, I've not eyes have not seen, yes, I've not heard. Neither has he entered into the heart of them that loved you. Lord, this morning we know by your spirit there shall be divine revelations. By your spirit this morning, the captive shall be set free. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, glorious Father. For in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Can we put our hands together? Praise God. You can have your seat in his presence. Quiet, thank you very much. I'm sorry for keeping you. So we have to go to the business of the day. Praise God. Thank you for your wonderful rendition. In fact, I, when I'm there, I've been, I, I, I would have just said, let the choir just preach the message. Praise God. You guys done a wonderful job this morning. When you see the hymn, then our song and the choir ministration, you can believe with you can believe me that God is actually working out something. You see, I see victory everywhere, I see testimony everywhere, and you see, God is eager to answer us prayer when we call upon his name. God is eager to answer our prayers when we call upon his name. This month we are dealing with the theme, the power of prayers. And uh, I thank the ministers and our pastor for giving us this opportunity to uh, stand here to share the word. And it is a great honor not taking this for granted. May the Lord continue to bless you all in the name of Jesus. Amen. The Bible says, God, on the sixth day, God created a man. And when God created man, he made man a speech being. When you check the account of creation, day one, day two, day three, day five, all the creatures, all what God created, they were speechless. Only man that was created at the sixth day that was made a speech being. Why? Because God wants to relate with us frequently. That's why the Bible says he made us like him. 
And God, after the creation, he set a pattern for us to come. Sorry, after the fall of man, he set a pattern for us to come to his presence, which is the pattern of prayers. The great men of God and women who have spoken so far, they have defined the, the uh, uh, prayers. He said, prayer is simply communication with God. Prayer is simply talking to God. God make us speech being so that we can interact with him. So that we can communicate with him. So that we can tell him how we feel. So that we can tell him when the shoe is hurting. So that we can tell him when we, ha we are happy. That's why when we are happy, we come and say we give praise to him. When we feel bad, like um, Luke chapter 18, the, the widow who came to the unjust judge, he said, avenge me of my harvestly. She was not living comfortably. That is the pattern God said for man to reach unto him. Praise the name of the Lord. Check out the Bible. All the great men even in, the, in our days today, all the great men you see today, they are men of prayers. They are men of prayers. Let's take example from Abraham. The Bible says, wherever Abraham stepped, he raised an altar unto, the, unto God. When Abraham is traveling here to Shagamu and is stopped by redemption camp, he will raise an altar there. By the time he proceed and stop and get to um, like uh, toll gates before you get Shagamu. Sorry, my wife from Shagamu, so I know this area. Praise the name of the Lord. So at the toll gate, Abraham will raise another altar there. By the time he got to Shagamu, he will raise another altar there. Altar is a place of prayer. No wonder the Bible say that we are all the children of Abraham by inheritance. Men like Sweet Wigginsworth were the man of prayers. Men like him. He went to evangelism by the time he came from administration somewhere outside the country. Then he received a call that his wife Florence was dead. So, and he said when he was living, there was no arrangement of Florence going back home. So, he said they should keep her. When Sweet William saw return, he said they should lift her up and put her on the wardrobe. And he said to her, he said, it's his time. Now I'm back. What is it? And Florence sneezed out and said to him, the Lord said I should go. It is time. Meaning that Sweet Wigginsworth raised back his wife to life. People like John J. Lake, he was called the prophet, the apostle of Africa. When he came to Africa in 1910, there was a plague ravaging the whole continent. The South African there about. Raging over the whole country. Sorry, some part of the country. And history recorded that in one quarter, half of the population 
were dead. To the point that the government said that a nurse and daughter that can take care of these people, they will pay a thousand dollars then in a day. Praise the name of the Lord. But when this man came, he said to them, people, everybody was afraid. What is this man going there? We had prayer and it's ravaging everywhere. So he went there and when he got there, he said he can do something about it. They said, no, 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 no. It's okay. Put the foam in my hands. Then where all the virus and germs were, so by the time the foam touches his hands, all the virus died immediately. That is what the power of prayer can do. Prayer can do anything. Praise the name of the Lord. Matthew chapter 6. Matthew 6. That's my test. I'm going to read from verse 9. Matthew 6, 9. Says, um, And this man, therefore, he pray, pray he, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us these days our daily bread, and forgive, us, uh, and forgive our debts as we forgive our debtors, and let us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thy is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Praise the name of verse 14. Say, For he forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if forgive not men their trespasses, neither your Father forgive your trespasses. Praise the name of the Lord. We are going to talk about barriers to answer prayers. Can I hear you say barriers to answer prayers? We, there are barriers that can obstruct and hinder our prayer from being answered. The previous speakers, they have mentioned it. On Tuesday, we had a, a, a good teaching about how God answers prayers. Praise God. The barriers to answers prayer, I'm going to categorize them into three groups. One, self-exposed barriers to answer prayers. Two, human barriers to answer prayers. Meaning, woman at times they can be responsible to your unanswered prayers. And the third one is satanic barriers to answer prayers. Praise the name of the Lord. God that we serve Is a God that answers prayer. Choir, sound it. That is eager to answer prayer. When Pastor Steve ministered the other day, he used out of the Apostle chapter 12. He said, When Peter was held in the prison, 
the church prayed. And the Bible record that you find that in Acts chapter 12, verse 13 to 16. He said the church prayed. When the disciples of Jesus were here praying for the release of Peter from prison, God answered their prayer so fast that they could not believe. That is what tell you, God is eager to answer prayer that is free of obstacle. Ezekiah, you also in the second Kings chapter 20, verse 4 to verse 5. Ezekiah was a king of Israel. He got to a time, God sent his prophet, a national prophet, mouthpiece of God, Isaiah. He said, Tell him that this man is going to die. Put your house in order. Ezekiah, Isaiah delivered a message. Ezekiah received a message. It's okay. That's good. You can go. I heard you. I, I, think, I think it's from the Lord. He said, yes. The Bible says when Isaiah was in the court, when he was in the court, God said to him, he said, go back. Go and tell him that he will no longer die. 15 more years has been added on to him. And I pray for somebody here. Every threatened issue, every death sentence that has been pronounced into your life, today I avert it in the name of Jesus. That tells me the eagerness using the choir administration. The eagerness of God to answer prayer can be measured. I don't know how large the, the Paras court of Ezekiah was. For Isaiah to walk in the middle of the court and he received a message, go back. That will tell you how speed God can answer prayer. He said, before we call, he has said, and while he is speaking, he has answered. Isaiah 65, verse 24. Before you call, I've heard, while he is speaking, I have answered. Another person that showed the leadiness of God to answer our prayer is Ezekiel, sorry, Elijah. He got to a time, he said to Ahab, go and eat, enjoy yourself. For there is abundance of rain. The Bible said before Elijah, this has been three and a half years and there was no rain. Then the word of God, when Elijah made that pronouncement, the Bible said before um, Ahab could get to the entrance, the rain has already came down. Praise God. That will tell you as speed God can answer prayer. However, prayers can be they can be can be injured, it can be obstacle. One can be human and self-imposed barriers. Praise the name of the Lord. One of the barriers, okay. One of the barriers, I just going to run through it and uh, we'll go into prayers. Self-imposed barriers. One. Under self-imposed barrier, 
when one is conscious, when one is consciously living in sin, is a barrier to answer to your prayer. Sin is one of the greatest barriers to answer prayer. You find that in Psalm 66, verse 18. He said, if I hide iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. Isaiah 59, verse 1 to 2. The hands of the Lord is not short, neither is there too heavy to hear our prayer. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 19. He that named the name of the Lord depart from iniquity. God demands holiness from the lives of all those who will come into his presence. You find that in Psalm 24, verse 3 to 6. He say, if you lift up your hands, holy hands, and all that. So let's move forward. Another thing that is very, very important under human hindrances to obstacle to prayer. Lack of insight into the will of God for your life. If you lack insight into the will of the law for your life or concerning the subject that you are praying for, three things will happen. One, you will lose you will lose confidence, and two, you will lose focus, and three, you will not get the expected result, because you don't know what the word of God says. Praise God. Concerning that situation, which I put the inability to discern the will of God, is an hindrance to answer to prayer or obstacle. I will be using a vice versa hindrance obstacle, barriers, you know, impediments, anyone that comes, just take it. The essence of prayer is not to prevail on God to do something he does not want to do. Rather, it's to prevail on him to do his will and to enforce that will despite any opposition. God is bound by, thy word, by his word. Another thing is that they meditate Study and meditate on God's word. Uh, Mom, you do when she preached the other day. He defined prayer as a missile which can be sent from any direction on the face of the planet. Then when you study the word, you know what's happened? You acquire dynamite inside of you. Because there's nothing can stand, there's nothing can resist the word of God. That's why he said he exalt uh, his word above his name. Number, number two thing, what's happened? When you study the word and put it into prayer, what you do, you generate and you activate the dynamite. So by the time you send the word into prayer, it becomes a missile, which our sister talked about last time. When you send the word, it becomes missile. Wherever the enemies gather, you find out that it comes like thunderings and thunder. And I pray today as we pray, wherever they've gathered against you, the word of God will go there as a missile. In the name of Jesus Christ. I can hear you. Amen. In the Bible passage that we read, the Bible says, if you don't forgive men their trespasses, they will not, he will not forgive you. So, unforgiveness is another obstacle or barrier to answer prayer. I saw a message, which I'm just going to read it, about uh, unforgiveness. You see, somebody sent it on WhatsApp. He said, unforgiveness does. He said, it takes away your inner peace. Unforgiveness causes inaccurate, that is, incurable worries. Cause incurable worries. 
Number two thing he said, three thing he said here. He said, the bitterness, whenever you see someone that you have unforgiveness, you feel bitter. Even when people are rejoicing, you, you, will, you will be bitter about the person. When you see people are laughing and you see the person, oh, he or she is laughing, you will be crying. So that, let, me, let me just um, uh, move on. He said, when others are busy planning their future, you will be, be busy planning the person dance for. Another one, he said, the spirit of God will leave the person and you will become the temple of the devil. Now, he said, you will become, you will begin to have issues with your heart, like high blood pressure, stroke, cancer, liver disease, kidney, etc. Worry. The worst thing about it, he said, prayers or drug cannot help much because you have disobeyed the natural and supernatural laws. Praise the name of the Lord. Daddy G will share a testimony. He said this man was sick, was so sick to the point that his leg was too big, that so much, that, I don't know. He could not come out. And then when he went to pray, God said, ask him to forgive. But if the moment the person forgives, he receives his hearing. Praise the name of the Lord. Number two, we are going to move woman barriers. So we call this unfriendly friends. They are there. You see in Romans chapter 14, verse 13, all they are plotting is to put storming brook on our way. Joshua chapter 1, chapter 6, verse 1, it says that the word of Jericho was strictly short that nobody go out or come in. That is human barriers. There's try to prevent you. You would love with them. They are your friends. They are in your office. When the company has uh, decided to promote you, they will just put it somewhere, hide your file, hide all that belongs to you. Those are human barriers to answer prayer. I hear a testimony recently. A man, he went to buy bore. That is plant, roasted plantain by the roadside. So, the paper that was used to wrap the roasted plantain for him after he bought it and eat it, something just told him, check, when he turned over the paper, he saw his name. His letter of promotion, 12 years ago, was hidden. He has never been promoted for 12 years. Why his promotion letter was signed many years back? That is human barriers to answer prayer. Finally, let's go to um, satanic forces or barriers to answer prayer. Daniel, 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 Daniel chapter 10 verse 13, 12 to 13. Let's go. Daniel chapter 10 verse 13. Daniel 10 verse 13. But the priest of the kingdom of Pasha has we stood me one and twenty one and twenty days. But lo, Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me. And, and I remained there with the king of Pasha. Praise the name of the Lord. These are territorial demons, spirit. They are rules over some certain areas. That says your prayer will not exceed 
the root, the roof of this building. We see the Bible said Daniel prayed for 20, he fasted and prayed, not just holy prayer. He fasted and prayed for 21 days. And the Bible said the day that he released, he prayed, the answer was released. But the prince of Pasha we heard the prayers. So the prayer, the answer could not get to him. And you see satanic and forces of darkness, barriers to answer prayer. Praise the name of the Lord. Those are, like I said, they are territorial demons. Man is made of three parts. The spirit, soul, and body. The spirit operates in the spiritual realm while the body that you are seeing here pray, operating on the physical realm. The soul is in between the spirit and the body. So is at, so is at the heavenly realm. The third heaven, that is where God seated. The second heaven, that is where the foreign angels reside. Why the first heaven, which is the physical manifestation, where we are living here, that is where we are. This is the thought, and that is the first heaven. So, if you pray and God release answer before it gets to you, it has to pass through the second heavens. Praise the name of the Lord. That is where the forces of wickedness stay and stop our prayers. What is their motive? That um, they exercise dominion and influence over the physical world that doesn't want you to experience true or total freedom, just like fellow said to um, Moses, you can go, but don't go with this, don't go with this. Limitations. Then put limitations. What is the assignment? The, the assignment is to stop your joy. You remember the Bible said that ask that your joy may be full. Want another thing, they monitor your progress. They terrorize people under their jurisdictions with sicknesses, with look, uh, uh, lukewarmness, with the spirit of immorality, and with so, so many things. You know, can you wonder that you see people under a particular place? No matter how educated they are, they behave the same. At times you can look at somebody and say, oh, you're from, uh, uh, you're from Usumuto because you are right there. Praise the name of the Lord. So that shows that there is a territorial powers that control those people. Praise the name of the Lord. There you see that we have a line in the person of Daniel. The Bible says, God, sorry, in the person of Michael. God sent Michael to help, to deliver, to fight and deliver the, the answer to Daniel. Yes, I need to stop here so that we can pray. Or Ezra. Now, I have told you about self-imposed barriers and human-imposed barriers and satanic-imposed barriers. These barriers that I've explained to you, except God help you. 
You can't be delivered from them. Except God intervene, you can't come out of them. So if you are here to give your life to Jesus Christ, I want you to raise up your hands. But that is the only obstacle that is going to stop you, that is going to stop the answer to your prayers. I want you to come before him. Raise your hand. You see yourself that things that you have prayed for, things that you have talked to God for, they are still coming back to you. There are some certain habits you are unable to break out of them because by your own power, you cannot do it. God is willing to offer you help. So if you are there, you have not given your as all as bound, I want you to raise up your hands. I will pray with you where you are. Nobody is looking at you. I will pray with you where you are. Just raise up your hands because time is not on our side. Where we read, we read in the Peter 1, 3 verse, he said, God, it will be silenced to the prayers of sinners. If you are here, you are not, you don't have an encounter with Jesus, I want you to raise up your hands. Let's all be on our feet. Thank you, Jesus. I want us to be, I want us to be on our feet. I want us all to be on our feet.